Hey everybody, Kush here with a quick PSA before today's show. We're changing podcast hosts from Libsyn to Podbean. We just wanted to let you know that things can and already are getting a little freaky for people working their way through our archived content. We're getting all of our duck picks in a row, but rest assured that every episode is archived and will be available in the feed sometime soon. TM. We're sorry for any issues you may run into, but thanks for listening. Okay, now cue the music and that star thing. Titans be dropping. Burnins be ootin'. Some more Soma. Springing into Chivos. Kronos wants to fight, so what? There's gold in them thar cases. Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm your host, Fufu Cuddlypoof, and thank you for joining. While Corey is off playing hooky again, I am joined by old folk, L and Nate. What's up, guys? Hello. Old folk. So, well, what's been up with you lately? I'm glad you asked. It's been a minute, yo. Well, I have recently been exposed to Burn Out Paradise for the Xbox 360. Yeah. Don't steal my Canadian jokes. That was for later. <laughs> if you don't know, the servers are going down on August 1st. Uh, but it's been up for over 10 years, so. Has it really been that out For that once, long? yeah. <laughs> Should see a doctor about that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pill for that. <laughs> Let's not start this again. <laughs> <laughs> How long, what was the time there? It was one minute? Yeah. Okay. It came out in January 2008, so it's been up for over 11 years. And there is a remastered one available, so yeah, I don't even blame EA for this one. And we got plenty of notice. Is the online going down for the remastered as well, or just no, the 360? No, just the 360 version. Okay. Oh, that's good. So I understand this. And much like an old favorite of mine, Army of Two, the announcement of the service going down made me turn on this ditty for the first time ever. <laughs> first time first time got it as a games with gold about a year ago and first thing i did was do a quick online race to get the achievement for getting for completing an online race and then i saw there were challenges so you have to complete 250 challenges oh jeez. and there's 50 challenges for two players 50 for three players 50 for four players it's etc all the way up to eight players what is a challenge it's just a little mini task okay like so it could be as simple as meeting up with your partner at this location on the map or it could be meet up at this part of the map and crash into each other or you have to meet up and usually do a task so you have to drift for a certain amount of time or do a, a jump and you're prompted. Of, you're prompted to yeah, do these. Yeah, tells you what. It tells you to do everything. Okay. And some of them are individual, so you have to do like ten jumps each, or it's ten jumps total. And as long as one person does at least one, the other person can do nine for that type of thing for the co-op ones. So I did four players with Michelle, Michelle's brother, and Jay Blach. And uh, in one sitting, we did thirty-eight. Of fifty four-player ones, how many or how long were you there? A couple hours. Ah, oh. 
That's, but it was fun. It was actually good. fun. And we can get into why we play for achievements and such, but it was the type of game that I didn't feel like it was too much. So were you, were you gunning for 50 or were you just having um, fun and collecting them? Well, the initial there was an initial achievement for 25. So that was the initial goal. All right. So we got that one. And I, I had initially said, all right, let's do 25 today and then let's do 25 next time. But we kept going and got 38. So we were having fun. And then uh, we were supposed to play again last night, but uh, Jables ate some bad Canadian bacon, so he couldn't join us. So you mean ham? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> they just call it bacon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I think. But they put extra syrup on it. Syrup. Of course. <laughs> Whilst playing hockey and apologizing for it. <laughs> and uh, what we did was uh, Mike Pitch joined us. But instead of doing the four players stuff again, which wouldn't count again, uh, we split into two groups. So I did the two player stuff with Michelle, and Michelle's brother did the two player stuff with Mike Pitch. And <laughs> lone, unsurprisingly, Mike Pitch and Michelle's brother Brian did better <laughs> than <laughs> Michelle and I did. Of course. Well, of course, it was Mike Pitch's first time playing. Also, oh, that doesn't help. <laughs> and he told us stories about how. He used to work at GameStop, and even when he worked there around 9 or 10 years ago, it was the same thing where an EA game would be announced to go down, and he would just grab the game from the shelf and bring it home and get the online done and <laughs> tell himself that he would uh, get the rest of it done one day and then never do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was my achievement experience. Oh, uh, second part of that is that you need a vision cam to mm -hmm. get the uh, online done. And I have one somewhere in my apartment, but I cannot find it. So I actually called I called several GameStops in the area, and most of them would say, oh, you mean a Connect?" <laughs> this happened in two different places, and it happened to Michelle also when she tried to look for one. Um, at GameStop, it's good because it's only $3 used. On eBay and Amazon, they're at least ten fifteen, and then you got to wait for it to come to you. But I did find a place today, and I drove a half hour each way to get it. <laughs> so I'm a little crazy. Uh, for a three dollar camera. For a three dollar right. camera, I've yet to try it. I hope it works. <laughs> now, does it have to be a vision cam, or can you just use like anybody? Yes, cam? yes, it has to be the Xbox three hundred and sixty vision cam. Mm -hmm. Of course, it does. And I'm not exactly sure what the achievements entail, but. I think you just have to take a picture of yourself or well, that, whatever, and then just... That explains that achievement where it says send 50 camera shots. 50 yeah. camera shots. And Here, I was thinking that was like take a picture of your car or, or you doing a jump yeah, or something in-game. I no, think it's, camera it's like on the X1 where, um, at least I think from reading the solutions, um, you know how on the X1, really annoying when they first came out, they would take screenshots when important things happened in-game. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of like that. So it takes a reaction shot when you crash. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's stupid. Oh, what's the game that's been doing that? Burnout Rise. Paradise. Rise does Rise that. did it. Connect Sports Rivals did it. That was another one. Zombie Army Trilogy. Yeah, you think it's getting a poppage, but it's just video clip recorded. Yep. It's No, it's just your hard drive filling up. Oh, man. There's DLC that you got to buy on this. And uh, actually, when you first boot the game up, uh, there's a nice uh, one gigabyte download. 
for the one point uh, update. Yes, if you play on the 360. Yeah. Oh, jeez. But it's on your tag, Floof. you got to join us. It's fun. Yeah, I'm probably going to jump in. I played this. Wait, let's see. When was the last Jump year? in. June 6, 2012. Nice. Wow, it has been a long time since I've played that game. When I first turned it on, I was greeted to the lovely melodic tones of uh, Paradise City by Guns N' Roses, and I had no idea. I was shocked that they would allow something to be licensed. Well, that's I was cool. very surprised because they were pretty notorious. Uh, they never really had any songs in Rock Band or Guitar Hero or anything like that, so that was a shocker to me. EA probably did all they could to get that song. I mean, your game literally has Paradise in the title. That's one song you got to have to have. So they paid a pretty penny. Back when EA was good and they didn't try taking advantage of you, take advantage of you. So anyway, I've been trying to beg people in our uh, Discord for uh, the eight-player achievements. There's one to win an eight-player race. So I'd love to get that one out of the way. So a lot, a lot of people do have alts. So hopefully we can get that one done. If not, I'll have to find some randos on TA and bug them. And it's there BC, are... so you can dual box, right? If you got your three. If you remembered, one. yeah. If you have it for games with gold, I assume you could. Log on yourself there and log a different account on your one. Yeah. Being backwards compatible, yeah, I'm more inclined to jump in. Absolutely. Well, what about you, Koosh? What you been up um, to? Yeah, well, I was thinking about doing the burnout boost, but I'm still kind of um, neck deep in the Titanfall boost. Uh, Gen 8 now. Um, wow, for real? Be, yeah, for real. I'm Gen 8 Ooh, right now. <laughs> I'm, hoping to hit Gen 9. I'm hoping to hit Gen 9 tonight or tomorrow i should get all my pilot requirements out of the way tonight hopefully uh if i'm not too late here um and i'll be gen 9 and then of course gen 9 takes a while uh oh yeah there's no way i'm gonna get uh to gen 9 tonight because one of the gen 8 requirements is win 100 matches and uh unless i can get somebody to do a chronos script overnight hmm. uh, <laughs> um, hmm. i'll be doing that myself for a while <laughs> Uh, Dang, we're not, dude. Yeah, we're not at the quit out point yet. Uh, no one else. Uh, I think only Weasel is uh, eight or nine at this point, and everyone else is uh, still kind of working their way up there. I think they're so. In the is fours. this? Did um, you get so high from from remembering what? Like, the XP just, starts coming in faster and faster. But yeah, so I was thinking uh, I'd like to get burnout done, but I kind of want to get this uh, Titanfall going and get it done and be ready to help people. Um, aside from that stuff, I would appreciate that help. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Me too. Uh, once all that's done, uh, the other thing I've been working on, that's really the only gaming I've been doing is Titanfall lately, uh, is Paw Patrol on a roll. Yes. Um, yeah, I started on that. And by starting on that, I mean, I fired it up and handed the controller over to my daughter, my five-year-old daughter. Yes. And <laughs> this has been a, a reward for her um, doing her chores and you know um not giving us a hard time with the stuff we have to do during the day like so what do you have her doing mopping house, good time coming back from school uh you know, bath time she's efficient and not just taking forever to get out then she earns some paw patrol time then she'll go in and she'll play a level uh she's loving it and it's, it's really good to see her what do you have her like scrubbing the walls and stuff <laughs> 
Well, we're, we're, I'm scrubbing the walls in Paw Patrol. <laughs> yes. Got to get her paws dirty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's good to see her developing like the hand-eye uh, coordination and the platforming skills. Like doing a double jump was tricky for her before, and she's slowly getting better at it now. Aww. Um, yeah, so it's really cool to see <laughs> like cool. the, little, the gaming skills develop um, from scratch. Um, now, does she have any... Like, so if she goes and misses a treat, does she turn around to try to get it, or does she just skip it? Well, so <laughs> I tried not to be... <laughs> I, 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 it's, it's a struggle for me right <laughs> i'm watching i'm like i'm like okay, what she do? A, i'm like it's a brand new level okay go left <laughs> like no 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 you have to you ha- always have to go left because there's probably something hidden just off screen um, so I'm, I'm fighting against my nature to like tell her what to do so i'm just like no that's great no do a double jump there no no that's okay just breathe <laughs> get to the get to the edge breathe calm and then you know jump hold jump and and then she actually it's so cute when she goes <sighs> and then she does it i'm just like yeah awesome um that's awesome yeah so but yeah i've been asking her to you know oh yeah, there's a treat maybe you should go back and get it now otherwise if you want to get the the 200 on a level you have to do it again and there, there's some sort of reward for getting all 200 on a level but if you get all five of the gold scooby snack badges uh you get um you get like a screenshot of you know something that happened during the level just like a freeze frame at the very end uh, and she loves those so she's very dedicated to getting all five of the gold things and she's trying to get all 200 and she's done it a couple times by herself um some levels are a little easier than others there are ones where you have to fly or you have to kind of scoot around underwater and those are a little bit tricky they're actually uh they're kind of nerve uh, nerve-breaking for me like <laughs> i'm trying them it's just like okay i can't can't replay this section i have to get it just right it's not difficult, but for whatever reason, it's just it's very stressful. <laughs> In a game that's not stressful, it's very stressful. It so. also makes it worse because you know it's a kid's game, and mm-hmm. you have to do it your first try because yep. it's for a child. <laughs> you, well, as an bad. experienced gamer, ought to be able to do this, no problem. And yeah, I'm hoping to be like, okay, so yeah, you finished all whatever levels, and now you can go back and you can work on getting the the ones you missed. <laughs> so I was sitting here writing a script for um, Titanfall for the Cronus, um, just to keep it awake at night. And then uh, it popped up on the screen that she had just gotten like complete 10 levels. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> like a little achievement factor going on. So that's kind of been my gaming story. Oh, there was one other thing that happened. Oh boy. So the other night, I think this was, it was last night. Was it? It was yes. last night. So we finally got, Foo Foo Cuddly Poof into the Titanfall boost. That was or fun. We, we almost, I should say we almost got Foo Foo Cuddly Poof into the Titanfall boost because he could not get online. Hey, now, I, I joined in late. Mm-hmm. I got in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so one of the things, one of the requirements for the Titanfall is, number one, you put it in, you download all the DLC, you do the training. So Foo Foo did all that. What Foo Foo did not do was pay for gold. <laughs> okay. So he couldn't oh, get online man. to actually play with other people, but he did everything he needed to do to get ready for the boost. And he's like, well, hold on a second. Wait, do I need gold? So <laughs> I want to defend myself a little bit here. Oh, please. <laughs> so I'm doing, you know, the convoluted login thing, you know, uh, back out, sign out of live, sign back in, yada, yada, yada. Two or three minutes, couldn't get to work. I actually had to do what you said, you know, <laughs> restart the stupid game. 
I get back in. <laughs> I do the same thing again, and then a message pops up. You need gold, Xbox Live Gold to play online. And stupid me, you know, I read things out loud with the party mic on. I say that, and everyone goes, you don't have gold? What is wrong with you? And yada yada. So now that became the running joke of last night and probably for the rest of the boost and every other freaking boost left over. Yeah, we'll have to update the document. Yes, add it in. Make sure you have gold. <laughs> pay your utilities. But apparently, is- I well, I actually knew this, but I kind of forgot about it. I don't have Xbox Live Gold. Now, to be fair, I have been playing on live quite often the day before my nephew was playing on my account. And, you know, he was playing Fortnite online and World of Tanks. So I have gold. What I didn't know is when you're game sharing, your gold only works with the Xbox One. It does not work with Hmm. 360. So I was game sharing with someone for a while. And Brooke decided she wanted to start playing Xbox. So, we, you know, we got her an Xbox. I got her the Xbox Live gift card and yada, yada. I was paying for mine and hers. Well, I stopped game sharing with them, and I started game sharing with her because we wanted to play a couple of games together and, you know, game pass instead of playing for one, I pay for, or instead of paying for two, I just pay for one, you know, save a couple of bucks. Well, I noticed my Xbox Live was ending, but she still had time left. Well, why would I spend money on Xbox Live when she has it? You know, that only makes sense. Up until you want to play an Xbox 360 game and then you no longer have Xbox Live Gold. So I did the only thing sensible. I started opening up every Xbox 360 game I had looking for a uh, 48-hour code. Fortunately, MLB 2K6 did not let me down. <laughs> Those things just don't expire, do they? <laughs> no, they really don't. I'm impressed. Yeah, they're like Twinkies. Uh, what? <laughs> I thought Beautiful for sure Twinkies. when I put that in, Xbox would have Whoa. said, oh, wait, you know, uh, what are you doing? Or uh, screw you. We're, this code's too old. We're not, we're not validating. No, that works. I was impressed. That was cool. So good on you, Microsoft. Your party chat sucked last night, but at least you gave me my 48 hours. So come tomorrow when my gold is officially up, I gotta head to GameStop. I gotta get me a card. <laughs> yeah, so we'll have to make use of some of that forty-eight hours tonight. Yes, that sounds good. Uh, never fails. Something always happens, without a doubt. All right, let's get on to some news and whatnot. Oh, you had something you want to talk about? Oh yes, the Castlevania Collection from Konami. Before I start there. Konami recently released a game um, that I forgot what it's called. No, it's called the Arcade. (laughs) (laughs) That quick it's gone. (laughs) Konami Anniversary Classic, something like that. Apparently, there was some sort of a glitch or something that people were having trouble getting into the game. And um, you had to... Someone finally found a workaround. You take out the batteries from the first controller. Yes. You take the batteries out of the first controller and boot up a second controller, and then it'll work. So it's ridiculous what? that you would have to do that. But that Who is apparently what you have that? to do. <laughs> Who would think to do that? It's How apparently... To... Yeah. Like, I would never even think to try, you know, oh, here, I can't... It's not working. 
let me get a new another controller and see if that one. Let works. me give out my Guitar Hero controller. <laughs> it's exactly what it is. So actually, uh, community member Carnage uh, tweeted about it, and he tweeted at Konami. So hopefully they see it. Uh, he said it's a menu selection bug, which makes it near impossible to select what you want. But we found a workaround for it. It was uh, Solo Wing eighty two on the forums. <laughs> Load up the game, and once the menu is messing up, take batteries out of your controller, switch to a second controller, and turn it on. Then it works. That is yeah. crazy. That might be like a... I should be on the payroll. YouTube rabbit trail. I might go down the craziest workarounds in games or something like that. So that collection is out now. I think it's 20 bucks for eight games or so, and most of them are shmups. And shmups? Shmups. Submit. Smitty said that uh, the Neo Geo peoples put the achievement list together, and that's why it's pretty unimaginative and uneventful. Yeah, I might have to check that out. I mean, it's got Life Force. You like old games. I do like old games. Hey, those are... (laughs) (laughs) not old. They're seasoned. They're classic. Classic, yes. So, did you play the NES Castlevanias? You're, You're talking to Kenny, right? I know, I know he hasn't. I'm talking to you. <laughs> I was going to say you're kidding, right? <laughs> of course. Of course I have, yes. So which, I don't know which ones. I know I played Castlevania and Castlevania the one, 2. The one where you crack the whip and kill uh, zombies and stuff. Mm, yes. And tra- <laughs> Dracula. Indiana Jones. It's, it's, yes. It's bring back memories. I believe I did do that. <laughs> and you, was there holy water? Yes, there was holy water. A ginormous cross boomerang. Yes, the first three games for the NES were had all that stuff. The second game, Simon's Quest, was more of an open world, I guess if you want to call it type of game. It wasn't linear, like one and three. And there were some Game Boy games also. So before any of the Metroid-style Castlevania games came out, which we now know as Metroidvanias, we had regular platforming. I guess you'd call them platforming. You definitely were some jumps you had to make. But it was mostly, I guess, adventure, you would call it. Or, yeah, yeah, I guess Action adventure. adventure. Kind of slow paced though. It's not fast like Mario. It'd be kind of slow walking around and using your whip. All right. The eight games are as follows Castlevania 1, 2, and 3 for the NES, uh, Castlevania The Adventure, and Castlevania 2 Belmont's Revenge for the regular Game Boy, as well as Kid Dracula and Castlevania Bloodlines, which are also Game Boy games. Uh, the true gem of this collection is probably Super Castlevania Four for the Super Nintendo. You know what was special about this one, Koosh? It was super. <sighs> it was super. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, fan- <laughs> the fancy yeah. thing about this game is you can uh, attack in eight different directions. You can, you can attack diagonally. So that was very cool. So a lot of people... We're excited about this, but a lot of people were also disappointed because it didn't have Symphony of the Night or any of the Game Boy Advance or DS Metroidvania games. I will assume that if this collection sells decently well, that they will come out with a second collection. I think that's probably fair, yeah. Isn't Symphony of the Night already on Xbox? It is, but it was just the old arcade game. Oh, okay. But it is it is available standalone. As an arcade game, but as part of a collection, you would think it would be there just because it's pretty prominent. Yeah, that's the one that I know of, and I've never played any of these things. Like, I'm looking at the list, and there there being two Castlevania 2s is just like, what? That's confusing. 
It's really not that confusing. One of them was NES and one of them was Game Boy. So it was just the second one for Game Boy. Ah. One and two. One and two for NES and one and two for Game Boy. And then there was one, two, and three for NES. And then they kept that numbering for number four for Super Nintendo. Super Castlevania 4. So yeah. Gotcha. I can see how it's a little confusing for little boys like you whose first console was a 360. But that comes out on May 16th. And hopefully you can save state and... All that stuff because Castlevania 1 and 3 are really hard. I'll take your word for it. And we need to cheat. I'm going to make you play them. Now, no achievements as yet. Nothing's listed, so... Nothing yet. Yeah. And I believe there's a Contra collection on the way also, so... Mm. Nostalgia is king for Konami. Yeah. They still haven't gotten my money for the Mega Man X collections yet, but they will. They will get Mm. them when when it goes 50% or actually... 50? I think they may have already gone 50. I want them to go 60. That's the problem, right? Because you've seen Mega Man uh, Legacy Collection for 6 bucks. You Mm -hmm. assume the other one will be. At some point it will be. And then also Mega Man 11. Um, That one's a little pricey right now for how difficult it's going to be at my my advanced age. I need a sale. I need it to be worth it. A sale and a sandwich? Mm -hmm. I'll take a sandwich. So you're obviously going to get this, right, L? The Castlevania Collection? Day one. Probably. I will pick it up. I don't know about day one, but... Uh... I'm assuming Konami won't send us <laughs> the game, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. I'm going to try. <laughs> well, if the price is right, I would I would do that for $20. On one hand... Oh! On one hand, $20 isn't bad, but on the other hand, I could get all of these games uh, via emulation right yeah. now. Right. So it would strictly be just... But they won't cheapos. have achievements. Right, exactly. Right. So, going back a little bit, I'm looking at the uh, Konami collection, and I see that Contra is going to be in it. So that's interesting. I like mm. that Contra was fun. Maybe you missed me talking about that two minutes ago. But yes, after possibly, <laughs> <laughs> I was hearing NES saying Castlevania. Castlevania and I collect- zoned out a- it. Contra has its own collection coming out as well. Ooh. Eight directions. <laughs> See, I thought that was Castlevania talk when you said eight directions. It was. It was. Yeah, it was uh, Super uh, Super NES. Other things that are on sale. And sandwiches. I could use a sandwich. I could use a sandwich too, but this is gaming podcast. Oh, are you getting, besides that, are you looking to get anything else this week that's on sale? Looking at what's on sale, honestly, nothing really... Strikes my fancy too much. Um, this one game looked kind of nice. Seasons After Fall. Mm. It's a puzzle platformer. It looks like if you uh, it's $20 normally, but there's a bundle with both Seasons After Fall and an action RPG called Shyness. The two of them together are 10 bucks. Kingsman last night joined our Burnute chat, and he told me that he really misses me talking about sandwiches on the show. <laughs> so... I'm going to say that this game reminds me of a meatball marinara sandwich from Subway. And there's no particular reason why. Okay, question. (laughs) Yes. Meatball marinara sandwich, Subway. Mm -hmm. Just cheese? Or do you put no cheese on there? I I get... Oh, my gosh. Well, me being cheap, no matter Mm -hmm. what, I get as many veggies as I can fit on every sandwich. (laughs) That's But with the meatball, I only get... Peppers and onions. I get peppers and onions and lettuce. Mm, that sounds good. And 
mozzarella cheese. You can't get a uh, can't get American cheese on that one. Yeah, I'll do spinach, tomato, and green pepper. Interesting. Which is weird. I know. No. On a meatball sub. On sure. a meatball sub, it's a little weird. On a meatball sub, spinach, I'll, I'll give pepper. you that. I'll get spinach. I wouldn't get tomatoes because there's already the whole thing is tomato based. It's true. I like tomatoes. I kind of want to try that. Don't tell X because he'll, you know, tomatoes have too many carbs. Keto. So if you're already having a meatball sub, you can get a tomato. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you get a meatball salad. Uh, There's three ACA games on sale as well. Does anyone still play these ACA games? (laughs) Not during the foof. Ah, the foof. I think Metal Slug is the only one that's quote-unquote easy in the one to two hour range i'm not buying that one to two hours that game takes a little bit of skill yeah i'm sure it does uh nate tell us what you're getting and then we'll (laughs) point out the rest of the uh, easy completions what i'm getting um i don't know i don't know that i'm actually gonna be picking anything up this time around and i don't know if that's more i've already got the stuff i want (laughs) okay what do you recommend this week (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah it's not going to be a popular, popular opinion. Um, Rocket Riot. I wrote down Rocket Riot. It's one forty nine down from nine ninety nine. It's only two hundred gamer score, and the estimate says ten to twelve hours. Which I I don't mm. remember playing the the PC version of that for ten to twelve hours, and I can't imagine there's that much of a difference between the two of them. It's not backwards compatible, and once again, two hundred gamer score for ten to twelve. But it was kind of a fun game. You know, you can pick away, you can pick it up and chip away at it. Um, so I don't know. Doesn't sound like a riot. No, it's, it's not gonna be a popular game. Let's start a riot, a riot. If you got a buck fifty laying around and you don't want that cookie at Subway, maybe, maybe microwave macadamia nut cookie. Gnome's Garden. We talked about these guys earlier from Eight Floor Limited. It's pronounced Gnome. Uh, Gnome's Good to Garden. Uh, publisher, 8th Floor LTD. We talked about them before. Um, $199 down from $599. 68 hours. It is that management style game that basically is just a reskin. So this was the, the game that started it all, maybe. Uh, and then they made several more of these and some offshoots that are a completely different skin. Uh, there was a game called The Raven, Legacy of a Master Thief, which was a point and click, and it was Games with Gold. December of 2014. It is not backwards compatible. That was pre-BC. Um, hmm. <laughs> it has episodes pre-BC. two and three. Pre-BC. Uh, episodes two and three are on sale. They are $3 combined. Uh, they're one fifty each. Uh, down from $20 for the for both of them combined. Um, it looks like the total is 400 gamer score. Um, Boy, you just we, want all the low ones. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm. That's why I'm saying it's not going to be popular. <laughs> <laughs> because these are 360, non-BC, or pre-BC, and um, and they're not <laughs> short. Um, but yeah. But they look like fun games. Some of these do. Um, so I, I'm thinking about that. I think I actually already own that one. So that's why <laughs> they fit in that other category. Uh, one I do not own is Disney Pixar Toy Story Mania. Ooh. I saw, I think it was Kingsman. Was it Kingsman that was talking about this on Discord? Mike. No, Mike Pitch. It's Mike Pitch. Okay. See, um, I'm I'm interested in this. Toy Story is my favorite Pixar movie. So 
Well, you're crazy. Um, it's one thousand games. <laughs> it's uh, seven ninety nine down from nineteen ninety nine. Three to four hour connect. 360 pre-BC. And finally, I would be remiss if we didn't um, mention that Albedo uh, is 279 yes. down from no. 1399. Don't uh, buy it. Albedo. I That's will have my revenge on you. Waka told us to get it. I remember specifically. He could have said get or don't get. I don't remember. It was one of those, but I think he said get. <laughs> but it definitely had sounds right. The, <laughs> yes, it definitely <laughs> He Can said, <laughs> if you don't get it, you're going to have bovine feces. I think he said something like that. <laughs> oh, don't want to get that. Oh. <laughs> right. That's what he Man, said. It seems like I need to pick it up then. Got to get it. Ooh, Kenny, besides cool. Albedo, are you getting anything? <laughs> <laughs> and, and a gold card? Can you get a gold card See? and two copies of Albedo? I don't need two, two right, copies need to go of CD Albedo. I'll just buy one. You know, Brooke that gets them both. She <laughs> has the live. I have Albedo. That seems fair. i'm not gonna pick up anything this week but i do have two games recommend first game beyond eyes have you guys played this one i have i have it's it's uh pretty (laughs) very pretty a little slow like it could have used a run button (laughs) like give her a cane or something or a seen eye dog a little bit faster i I had the same complaint, but first world's problem. I think yeah. if you're blind, uh, you don't worry. Uh, try not to run too much. <laughs> it's a very cool mechanic and a very cool premise. Um, I think it's worth it. Game would be a half hour if you could run. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one's a two to three hour completion because you know no run button mm-hmm. has actually a major sell right now. Usually fifteen bucks down to three seventy four. So nice. A, yeah. That's a big time sale. That's nice. An adventure game. Thousand gamer score, one thousand ninety six TA. So not the best G tested game, but other game worth mentioning is the Path of Motus. Now this one I wanted to bring up because Corey a while back, wait, yeah, he did a interview with the developer of this. Oh, was that the episode where you pretended to be the developer and uh, talked to Corey? Uh. <laughs> Oh, shoot. I wasn't supposed to say that. Sorry. Shh, don't sorry, say sorry, that. Sorry, 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 sorry. It's a secret. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but this one, it's about half off. You typically 15 bucks down to $9. Eh, not the bestest of sales, but it's not terrible. Puzzle platformer, one to two hour completion. You guys check, played this one yet? What game are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I just Kenny said that. Wrote. I just said that because Kenny had a drink in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see him spit on his camera. I went through the first playthrough of Path of Modus, so there's a achievement for going through with shortcuts and stuff. I didn't do any of the shortcuts. So I just went through the normal way. I completed it. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well... If you have Game Pass and you don't want to spend anything, we have two more games that's been added. First game to talk about is The Walking Dead, A New Frontier. It just it's it's another Telltale game. You know what you're you know what you're in for. Quick complete quickish completion, thousand game score, almost no extra TA. Other game, and this was actually a big game that they added. This is a good ad. Monster Hunter World. Now, personally, I've played this. 
I got it two, maybe three, yeah, about two months after release. Obviously, you know, I paid like fifty bucks for it. Now it's in game. Now it's in Game Pass. That so was a little bit of a waste of money. I played it for a few hours. This game's actually fun if you like those devil may cry you know giant monster epic sword fight kind of a things you guys have any interest in this yeah um we we had talked about maybe boosting this uh i think matism and maybe saucy and i talked about boosting this after we're done uh titanfall or something else so it's on the list of maybe we'll do that yeah what about you l any interest i think i'm in enough boosts right now (laughs) i'll pass (laughs) I guess it's thousand gamer score, four thousand TA. That might actually go a little bit higher, and especially being Game Pass, more people are going to jump in. I'm sure this one, this is one of those games where a lot of people are going to jump into, and it also has a very low completion percentage right now. Out of seventy five thousand four hundred track gamers, six hundred have completed it. It's a well over two hundred plus hour completion. And this is also one that is frequently updated, so more achievements may be coming later. Before we move on, did you guys pick up anything during the Easter sale? Um, actually, mm. <laughs> not too exciting, but I got a Burnout Remastered. <laughs> of course. Because, oh, really? yeah. And we've come full circle. It's, yes. it's <laughs> And scene. That was the last thing. Yeah, I picked that up the other night because it was five bucks instead of twenty. So, whatever. Five bucks. The challenges were fun enough that I would do them again. Yeah, I feel like it was on sale for five dollars before. I think I, so. Yeah, I picked it up. So it's uh, it is also I believe on EA Access, but at this point I don't subscribe to that anymore. It just wasn't being used. Mm. Something's five bucks. Let's grab it. I'm trying to think if anything else was purchased. I don't think so. I picked up um, the Lego Harry Potter collection for the ones. So this is the nice, you know, $16. I think it's normally 40 uh, or something like that. It, Probably about that. Yeah. I normally only go in on Lego for 50% or more. Um, so I think Lego, I also got Lego Marvel superheroes two, which was 1199. I think that was a little more uh, or a little less than 50% off, but I just said, what the heck I'll just do it. Because um, I was shooting for that, um, they had some sort of challenge where if you spend $22, you get, I don't know, a buck back. So, <laughs> so they appealed what to me and they got me, I know. Uh, but then I'm actually kind of excited for Planet Alpha. Um, six fifty nine. I don't remember what the original price was, but it was it was at least 50%. And that looks like a, a little bit like a an inside or a limbo. Um, you have my interest in that. Yes, and it's Team Seventeen Digital. I know they put out some some decent stuff. Um, I mean, and I'm looking at the related Candleman, Black the Fall, Wenjia, Gorogoa, and Seasons After Fall. So it, it scratches the the itch that I like there for those indies. So I'm looking forward to that one uh, cool. when I get around to it uh, two years from now. <laughs> All right. Well, so Kenny, yes, so? L. Play any Ratatatatata like a games recently? Well, I'm glad you asked. I've played a couple of them. Oh, yeah? Working on that foof? <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, working on that foof. I think we might have to lower the requirements to like 10000 for 10, the year for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can hear about that here. 
Hey everybody! Something that didn't suck this week. Well, I got to the Windows Party Phone, uh, you know, the Windows Phone thingamajig late. And uh, by the time I arrived, somebody had already gotten the broom out and was sweeping up the trash. Thus, yeah, I missed a lot of the gems that were on the Windows Phone, and uh, which has a little bit of something for everyone. But I didn't miss them all. Inner Cro-Mag Rally, the feel-good racing game that has a little bit of something for everyone. So the deck was stacked against it. Yeah, the the deck was really stacked against it. A, it's a Windows Phone game. B, it's worth 200 gamer score. C, it's a racing game. Oh, oh. But it delivered, Foof. It delivered. It did. So Cro-Mag Rally takes place in prehistoric times when both Bro-G and Greg... They race against unnamed individuals in a very random collection of cars that kind of look like something your little brother designed. They're, I don't get the designs of the cars at all, but that's uh, that just kind of added to the intrigue of it all. It takes a mere three to four hours to get all the gamer score, and it only has two modes. There's one for the racing, ugh, and then there's one Ooh. for racing ugh, while gathering like these hovering arrowheads that are real easy to see. I mean, honestly. So it's not much of a a hassle. Now, I played the bulk of this while I was on a bus between Memphis and Chattanooga. (laughs) You know, one of those good old bus games. So I was in front of, uh, like in the front seat of the bus. I was the bus captain, but that's another story. And I was sitting there tilting to the left. I was tilting to the right, you know, because I I was really getting into it. It's one of those games where you tilt both ways and that dictates how you move. And, I mean, it was so lifelike. I mean, the screen, I tilt, and it goes that way. I mean, there was dinosaurs everywhere. Now, they weren't those dinosaurs like those jerks in that working dino game that you own that uh, I got roped into. In, Jurassic uh, Park? Oh, yeah. These are real. <laughs> this is this was a real dino game. I mean, they're walking all over the place. You're zipping around them. And then, I mean, they're, they're, that was in it. I mean, there was other stuff going on as well. It was a virtual world tour. You had something like uh, you could go along the Great Wall of China. You could travel through the, de- the desert. You could go through a Viking war camp. You could... Be in a submarine in the lost city of Atlantis. I'm not sure how that makes sense, but uh, it was a, little bit a who's yeah, it was a who's who of bright colors, amazing gameplay, and whatnot. Unfortunately, I stopped playing it mid bus ride because I thought that eh, it's not giving my my achievements. I thought, oh gosh, what is going on with this? And so I started bad mouthing it. But it was a me problem, not a crow mag rally problem. So I found out that it was it was in fact counting them and I was trying to get all my completions done and bada bing bada boom you can unlock them all. There's one that's a little time travel thing. Uh, well, not time travel, time trial thing where you have to get it under five minutes on this really, really freaking long stage and, and all you gotta do Lock your phone, and then unlock your phone, and <laughs> the clock goes back to zero, and you can just finish the race. So it's pretty cool. So Cro-Mag Rally, you didn't suck at all. So Cro-Mag Rally, I got one question. How was the music? Oh, the music? Honestly, I don't even think because, I listened to the music. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it on Mutual, Cro-Mags is a, is a hardcore band, so every time you say Cro-Mags, I got their CDs playing in my head. <laughs> oh, well, now that you mentioned I think they were playing in the background. I mean, I'm not sure, but I'm sure they were. <laughs> All right. Well, for me, I didn't have a whole lot of time this weekend, cons- or this past week, seeing as mm. I was away on vacation, went to Ocean City. Mm-hmm. 
But I can say I did have a super weekend, which oh. Oh. takes me into what I was going to talk about. Oh, yeah. Super weekend mode. Ooh. Now, I got to say, everyone wants to sit here and talk about, you know, it was the fastest completion ever, five minutes. I just, I guess I'm not channeling my inner Elroy very well. <laughs> I don't have the bad game powers yet. You'll get there. I, I, this was not a five-minute game. This was more like a 10 to 15 minutes for me. Ooh. But this, 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 this bad game. <laughs> hey, this is something that's, that didn't suck here. So, uh, you know, uh, that, you're kind of killing my vibe here. Let's, uh, let's hear it. <laughs> the game itself wasn't very good, but the achievements, that didn't suck. Oh, you know, yeah? got in, got out, got the achievements real quick. They were popping left and right. But the yeah. game, you just moving the the little... What is it? Your little bumper cars back and forth with the LB and RB, the weird <laughs> controls. I almost yeah. rather have had it, like the tilt controllers, like you be able to move my controller or something. Probably would have made it a little <laughs> bit easier. And Chani couldn't figure out how to kill the bunnies. I actually wound up killing one on accident. I'm like, hey, there's that achievement. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the music, though, right? I mean, the experience, the ambiance, the atmosphere of this game. To be honest, I was in and out so fast, I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there's completion. a lot of a lot of material I'm just going to leave on the table on that one. So yeah, Very in-depth game. <laughs> Amazing stories. Save the princess and all that. But, yeah. yeah. Now, one thing that did suck, not for me, awesome. but for community member deaf dealers, is that this was a quick and easy 1K. Now, they set a goal earlier this year. That goal was to beat my TA score by the end of the year. While this doesn't hold a high ratio, so therefore doesn't yield a whole lot of TA, it is 1,000 more points that I got in a flash. So, because of that, I now have 1,000 more points that you have to catch me on soon. Meh. But overall, Super Weekend Mode, that didn't suck at all. But let's continue into the BCM and Frame Holes Completion Challenge. This week... The category is a prime community game. This one's up your alley, L. Complete a game that contains a co-op mode for more than two players. That's called the carry L (laughs) category. Yeah, close enough. Let's kick it to you, Nate. What do you got? What game are you going to go for? Uh, Short and sweet. I'm doing Human Fall Flat. Good game. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's supposed to be four or more. Yeah, it's four players. Oh, so... (laughs) I'm meaning to get back in there and, and try the new um, free update. So I was really getting close to completing the game. So I just like to knock it off, be done with it. That seems like the perfect excuse to get into it. What about you, Kenny? I want to do something similar. I have a game that I've been wanting to go back to, just haven't yet. And this is a perfect excuse Monopoly Plus for the Xbox 360. Nice. Now I've done Monopoly Plus for the Xbox One but I have not completed it for the 360 yet because there is one stupid achievement that will not unlock. So stupid. Mm. Yes. Get more than, you know, the 100 bucks thanks to a card. It's the kind of thing where I've played... Let's see. Does this actually tell me how long I've played this for? Okay, no, it does not. But I have played this, honestly, probably right around like two to three hours just trying to land on that one stupid tile to get that one stupid card to give me this i just now my, my luck's not there now kenny now oh now kenny Corey and his gavel are not here but i gotta ask is that co-op or are you think or is that more of a versus experience well 
I have you ever played Monopoly? You lose <laughs> friendships on that. That is a versus game. I guess game. if you work together. <laughs> that is a versus game. If you had right. if you've never played Monopoly and you haven't ended it by well, flipping the table, you've played it wrong. <laughs> All right. So the category is for co-op. So you may have to uh, switch to my answer here. Well, when I play Uno, it's co-op. Uno. If I need all the help I can get. Well, what's Wait. your answer then, now? What game you got? Um, has anyone ever heard of uh, Borderlands 2? <laughs> I feel hey, like Prue. Borderlands Prue keeps... 2 fits so many of these categories, and we just keep putting it into a category because we want to get this stupid game complete. Ken, you know what's messed up? What's that? Prue keeps flaking on us every Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it, Prue. <laughs> always something comes up. Do you think he's got a secret family? That always he's, he's playing Borderlands com- 2 with? Always something comes up. It's not me or Kenny ever. It's always Prue's fault. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Prue. Oh, mm, tiny Tina. We're up to the Tiny Tina DLC. I'm very excited for it. This is going to be awkward. What? It's a funny character. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know anything about Borderlands, so... That's over my um, head. Uh, Elle has a crush on Tiny Tina. Uh, you like Ashley Birch? Um, Simon Birch. Mm, pretty sure mm-hmm. Ashley Birch is the uh, voice actress <laughs> for Tiny Tina. Oh, sure. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> Nobody. Okay, well, maybe I'm Simon's wife. It's not like that. All right. Okay. Well, let's get on to our final segment. Proclamation Point. Ooh, forgot about that. I don't know how. This is your thing. Take it away. It, it is? Your thing to read. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nate. <laughs> no problem. He I mean, reads from a card. He's literally been reading this ever since we come up with it. I think you even named it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it used to be at the beginning of the show, and now it's at the end. You throw me off here. Read the script. His New York accent's coming out. Sexy Exy got 22,000 Achievementos. And mm-hmm. Tropan got a measly 15,000. No, just kidding. Very good job, guys. a lot. <laughs> it's not just in, in uh, this week. Lifetime. Okay. Obviously. <laughs> uh, that was this week. That's actually kind of scary on how many you've done. Uh, Dark Lord Davis got 175,000 gamer score. Way to go, Dark Lord Davis. True Marvelous got 2,100,000. What the hell? That's too many. TA score. (laughs) Chopin got 650,000 TA score. Philip Wendell is in the top 20,000 of the Achievements 1 leaderboard. Nice. Cutie Corey got in the top 5 of the Tennessee leaderboard for Metroidvania. Way to go, Br'er Rucker. Do we know anyone that's uh, ahead of him? Mm, In Tennessee? Mm Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. Oh, Stallion. Oh. (laughs) Where are you on the Tennessee leaderboard, Koosh? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Let me look. I'll get back to you. We should all move there just to be ahead of him. <laughs> Elephet in the top 500 for Metrovanias of all of TA. Wow. Not to be outdone, Waka Pale is now in the top 100, and he's gaining on, on all of everybody. He just started Song from the Deep, I believe. Yeah, I think Rocker told me uh, he was creeping. Oh, yeah? He's creeping? He's creeping up on me, and uh, I haven't really been paying attention. I haven't been doing the Metroidvanias. I've been too focused on the Titanfall. Excuses. I need to get back to it. Well, I have a kind of a special community spotlight this week. We wanted to talk about two members that reached 100,000 gamer score this week. Yay. First is 
Xlax. Or when Ooh. I see his name, I always think of LAX. I don't know why. He just seems like an airport to me. Okay. <laughs> Xlax the Jester got 100,000. And my good old buddy, Sir JL, also got 100,000. Now, I've been gaming. I've been gaming with JL for a long time now. We boosted Gears 1 together. We were part of the elusive original six and with that said i believe he got his hundred thousand in gears of war 4 so he's one of those people that does not put a lot of games on his tag so he's got 135 games on his tag and he's completed 111 of them so he's more of a getting a game and playing it to death and learning the ins and outs of it and going nuts so his completion percentage is almost 90 percent 89 percent just about that's impressive He's, he's one of those one of those He's just one of those. <laughs> Something he's always playing the same game. Right now he's playing Gears Four. So congratulations to Alex Jesta and Serge L for your hundred thousand. That seems to be the gamer score that makes you say, Hmm, yeah, I'm an achievement hunter. That seems to be that threshold. Yeah, right around there. I would say so. Yeah, I think it's my first main major target. Absolutely. Uh one more thing I wanted to quickly give a shout out to Wildwood Mike for getting the full combo. On the random to-do list, he got all 25 of 25. Nice. Now, there is a little bit of an asterisk, as he did ask for a reroll of one of his harder achievements. Mm. Oh, it's still 25 out of 25. He got a high-ratio achievement. Oh, I forgot what game it was. Outlast, I want to say. And he wound up with something in Rare Replay for doing snapshots, of which, of course, has a high ratio just because it's Rare Replay. But still give him props. I have 21, and Ben... L has 20, and everybody in the top 10 has at least 10, so I'm very proud of everybody this month. Everyone going for that full combo. Yes, I'm sure we'll do a more updated thing next week. And also, a couple days ago was Skeptical Mario's birthday, so happy birthday to him. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. And today is John Cena's birthday. <laughs> Where do you see that? I don't know. <laughs> I see, or I don't see what you did there. Ah. 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 <laughs> <What's that? laughs> hey, Mikey. <laughs> what you doing? Nobody knows what we're talking about. Chilling. <laughs> having a bud. <laughs> Kenny's lost. I'm very lost now. Oh, oh my gosh. Man. Are you seriously lost? Jeez. <laughs> oh, All right. We got to stop the show. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, old people. As our barometer for old or not old. How'd you do, everybody? Good. <laughs> Why? Zer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor kid. He's look, look at me so confused. <laughs> That's his normal face, to be fair. <sighs> All right, so we have a new recurring thing. Old, old people things to uh, screw with a Kenny about. See, so if you want, <laughs> see the things that I don't understand because I'm too young. So if you want Corey to bring down the the average age to references that you all understand, <laughs> send him a duck pick. <laughs> yes, Corey wants duck picks. <laughs> send him a duck pick. That'd be good. Duck picks and discless Xboxes. <laughs> <laughs> the more mallard, the better. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's let's get out of here. Let's Jeez, what here. is this default going into? <laughs> Jeez, this. All right, so we're at all the normal places, you know, Lipson, Spotify, YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, where whatever your app of choice is. 
Be sure to like and review us. That helps us out. And smash that subscribe button. If you want to send us a Twitter tweet, our, we are at Achievements101. Follow the show on Mixer, mixer.com slash AH101. And come say hi to everyone. Discord is discord.io slash AH101. All right, guys. Class dismissed. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Five, four, three, two, one. Segment with Matrark, X the Hero, and El Royo MJ. Love that guy. Ooh, wee, y'all. It is starting to warm up. Springtime is upon us. It's in the air. And so is all that freaking pollen that's out there. Boy, how did my allergies are going berserk. Yeah, I, I have a black car that's this lovely shade of forest green right now. Yeah, yeah, I, I know that stuff, but the. I've I've been spending too much time out on them soccer fields. A uh, I little sidebar: Can uh, the city of Memphis build a freaking soccer field that's not like surrounded by woods everywhere? So every time I go out to the soccer, it's just like I'm just out in the middle. I might as well just be uh, uh, you know wiping my face on the grass or something. I don't know. But also, yeah, my my truck's covering that green stuff. But mud and green stuff all over my truck. But I digress. Here at VSS. We are all about ushering in the wonders of spring, the chirping birds, the warm weather, the greenery, the whole shaban. And we thought we would do a seasonal VSS with our top five Chivos that have something to do with spring. Even though it's only three. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's top three Chivos that have something to do with springless. It's spring, so we were lazy. More time outside. (laughs) There you go. So, but first, in the spirit of spring... Some pleasant breeze. I'm picturing like a tumbleweed just blowing across your driveway. Yeah. Because that's what happens in the south. Yeah. Well, first up, look at his horse. His horse is amazing. Give it a lick. Ooh, it tastes just like raisins. He is ranked 12th (laughs) in gamer score in the state of United America in equestrian sports. He doesn't horse around. And he is ready to pony up some good nominees of our list. Nay! Great nominees for our list. He is X the Hero. Ah, I mean, if we're being honest, these might not be great nominees. Like, they're they're probably good. I mean, I can always pull off at least decent, but you win some, you lose some. Um, I'd also just like to comment on the pleasantries. The fact that I'm 12th in the country in equestrian sports is actually kind of sad. Because I have played Horse Racing 2016, Game of the Freaking Year, and three yeah, oh, Horse man, Racing awesome. Neo Geos. So if that's all it takes to be number 12, that's not good. Horse? What about my horse and me? I, touched I haven't played that one. I've played, played a lot either. of crap, but I have not stooped so <laughs> not low. Not that crap. <laughs> not that horse crap, <laughs> right? <laughs> all right. Well, you ready to light this candle? Yeah, let's do it. But uh, in right. the north, we have electricity here, so we're going to flip on this light bulb. Makes sense. All right. So, uh, before I start with honorable mention, you're like, what the heck? Why do I always get the lowly honorable mention? You always give yourself number one. Yeah, all right. Okay. Well, let's change it up. I'll do honorable. What? Mention. Oh no, we can't do that. That's <laughs> no, no. I, I like. Uh, I'm a creature of habit. I don't like it. <laughs> okay. I don't like being the honorable mention, but I need to be the honorable mention. Hey, I'm in. I'm in. Ed- I'm in education. I'm all about making accommodations and all that crap. That's right. Right. Yeah. So, you uh, need an IEP or 
Maybe maybe just a 504. <laughs> Cannot do honorable mention, but also must do honorable mention. All right, so anyway, with uh, the honorable mention scraps, you know, but, you know, Elroy needs to be number one at something, so we'll just we'll just let you have that. I have a joke in here, <laughs> um, something like, uh, you know, Tennessee is last in education, so you compensate by making hey, yourself whoa, first whoa, in whoa, VSS. Whoa, whoa. That's, but uh, we all know that Alabama... <laughs> oh, okay, that'll work too. Is is <laughs> you're just throwing any other state under the bus? <laughs> Anything south of us, man. Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama. It's just woo, yeah. Educational dirt, portion, dirty south, man. Educational portion. Then uh, I'll get right into it. Uh, with my <laughs> Pennsylvania teaching certification, um, forty nine states of the union will recognize my teaching cert. One state will not. Do we want to guess which state that is? Alaska. It's not Alaska. I could go teach in Alaska. Montana. I could go teach in Montana. Washington. I could go teach in Washington. Arizona. Are we just going to name them all? Yeah, I mean, I, I got all 50. Oh, all right. Well, it's actually Arkansas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Arkansas, of all places, I can teach with my PA cert, but not Arkansas. Like, what makes them so good? They don't even know how to pronounce their state. It's Arkansas. Get with the program, Arkansas. So, <laughs> anyway, speaking of states, um... I haven't made fun of Alaska, and it's funny that you brought that up. So, like, what's the deal with Alaska? You have ice season, and then you have mosquito season. I, what is the appeal of that state? Oh, man. it. I, when I went up there, I went up there during mosquito season, <laughs> and I had never seen anything like it. I, I thought, yeah, right, Alaska, and, you know, it's cold. They don't have mosquitoes. But I guess the, the gist of it is is that they have, like, such a small window to get their job done because, you know, they'll, they'll freeze pretty soon. And my goodness, I had never seen uh, like mosquitoes like that. I mean, it was insane. And and I've seen rice fields in Arkansas, and uh, they ain't got nothing on Alaska. <laughs> they got they got mosquitoes, big mosquitoes. I mean, I tell you, I yeah, you just brought back some memories. Yeah, so I I don't get it. I'm not actually like making fun of Alaska. I just I just don't get it. I feel like I'm missing something about the state. Um, but since I don't understand it, I won't make fun of it, so I'll just default back to Dirty Jersey, which smells bad. Yeah. So, honorable mention this week goes to <laughs> the Jump Jump achievement from Ben 10 Omniverse 2, which you earn for leaping over 75 jumpable walls. Um, I haven't played this game, and I don't actually know anything about Ben 10, but 64% of players on TA have unlocked it, so I have to assume it's a pretty easy achievement? Uh, that's probably a fair assumption. So, the achievement's called Jump Jump. How on earth does that tie into springtime? For anybody who pays attention, I speak German. And the German word for jump is Springen, which is spelled like spring with an E-N. So if you were to translate this achievement into German, it's actually Spring Spring! Instead of Jump Jump! And, I mean... That just really announces like a readiness for the season, right? Spring, spring. Don't they have like uh, some Amish thing, like Rumspringer or something like Rumspringer. that? Rumspringer. Yeah, that's Amish, which I know all about because I live in Pennsylvania. I figured you did. Does that, does that have something to do with spring as well? Um, kind of actually. It's called Rumspringer, um, because it's it's them jumping around basically. We need a good Amish game out there. Yeah, Amish simulator. Yeah, um, yeah four thirty in the yeah. morning, that milking cows. Jebediah <laughs> feeds the chicken, and Jacob plows. Fool! You remember that uh, Amish mafia show? I you actually, I never watched that. I, uh, I have oh, a smidgen man. of self-respect. Um, I've been to Lancaster, and it's pronounced Lancaster, not like Lancaster. Uh, yeah, none of that's real. It's just all staged. That doesn't actually happen in Amish country. 
Or does it? That's what, exactly what the mafia would want you to believe. Shoot, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyway, um, not only does jump jump translate to spring spring, um, but I figured it's like, extra relevant because, you know, winter's over and we're all excited for spring. And when you're excited, you don't just blurt out the object or, you know, the name of the object once. You do it twice. So VSS, VSS, right? You can't just do that once. Or like <laughs> USA, USA. You know, yeah, when... You're speaking uh, my language now, man. Yeah, man. Like when you're out, like, doing your run and your jog and your sports ball, you hear like, Kelly, Kelly. And not like Kelly, Kelly, but your name twice, Kelly. <laughs> yeah, that would be a little... <laughs> So that's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? We got like Jeffy, Jeffy, or like imminent heat death of the universe, imminent heat death of the universe. So like I said, you know, jump, jump. It just really gives you that excitement for spring. Um, but how does the achievement itself tie in? Because it's for leaping over 75 jumpable walls, right? So um, look at jumpable walls for what they are, which is a hurdle, an obstacle, something to overcome. And that just made me think of winter and cold days. So figure seasonal-wise, winter is about 90 days, and not counting those, like, weird, unseasonably warm days, you probably have, like, 75 cold days in the average Pennsylvanian winter, uh, which is 75 hurdles. See what I did there? See what I did? Hmm. See how I had well, to say that twice? See what I did? See what I did? Well, speaking of which, Van Halen, they don't have any tour dates set right now. What is... What does that have to do? Oh, because jump, jump. I get it. <laughs> I'm not old, uh, so that took a hang second. On. Hang on. Let me look up crisscross. Hold on. <laughs> so, uh, oh, man. I totally lost my train of thought. But, uh, you know, so you get through these 75 cold days, these 75 hurdles. You cross them. You jump whatever. And then you are rewarded, literally and figuratively, with spring, spring. And, uh, Elroy, I just want to add that when I talk about 75 cold days... I'm talking mm -hmm. about highs of like 20, 25 degrees and lows at like negative 25 degrees. None of this mm -hmm. like, Hoo -hoo, I'm from the South and I think 50 is a cold day, y'all. Like none of that. Like <laughs> if it hits 30s, if it breaks freezing at any point over the course of two weeks, that's a good day. So like I'd kill for 50 in the winter here. And like literally, I mean that. Like yeah. human sacrifices for the greater good and all that. <laughs> Well, it looks like Mac Daddy's still alive. Hmm. Ooh. Oh, yeah, the other one died. Drug overdose, man. Gotta watch out for those 90s celebrities. That's what happens. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder if they buried him in his clothes on backwards. Ah, <laughs> oh, shoot. But, yeah, it's like 75 degrees outside. Yeah. Maybe 80. Yeah. I, uh... I'm actually going to talk about the weather in my next segment, so oh, have okay, at it, okay. the Roy. <laughs> All right. So, uh, man, fantastic. A lot of a lot of good things to look up on there. that one. That was uh, interesting. So, number three. Number three. Right. See, y'all left me for number three. I appreciate that. Number three. So, uh, number three comes to us from a game called Heart Box. You heard of it? I have heard of it. I believe okay. it was free, was it not? Yeah, it still is. And the name of the achievement is Duck in Action. So it comes to us from a game I recently started. I was looking for a game that I could play at work, kind of, you know, uh, like on the down low where nobody would notice that I'm playing a game. So I'll, I need something where very minimal interaction. And so I stumbled upon a little heart hold, box. Hold on. You, I mean, might... you mean a whole gaming closet wasn't down low enough for you? 
Yeah, well, that's in the back, and uh, I need something where I can game while actually, you know, I'm supposed to be teaching, like on the out in the in the classroom portion. Oh, so, God, yeah, having to it, teach. Ugh. <laughs> so, I yeah, you know, I can't have. I can have my Windows account working while the Xbox One's running and the 360's running and all that. So I like to, you know, and I can also whip out the Windows phone and all that good stuff. So uh, I've stumbled upon Heartbox. And so I saw that the ratios were real high on it and that, like, my friends list on the game is like a cornucopia of failure. Uh, <laughs> and I was going to give Em a hard time about leading the pack in, of disappointment. and uh, But she's not here with us today. And... Hey, um, and hey. she only has about <laughs> she only has about half the Chivos and Kingsman's not too far behind her and the rest Bezelbug, Philip Wendell, Smitty, Smitty, Cooch, uh, Narcissist. I'm not even sure Narcissist and Chin. Uh, yeah, they they all kind of have a bunch of epic failures on this one. So I thought, well, you know what? So I started it. Eh, it's not an absolute dumpster fire, but I can see why people don't want to play it. It's basically you have to get a box from start to finish, and you have to use like little physics-based contraptions to get it there, and it gets old very, very quickly. Um, so once you get through the bajillion stages, uh, give or take a few, uh, guess what? What, what? You get to do it all over again. I'm just saying, see how I said what, what, twice to express my Oh, accent. man. Man, that was, you're on top of this. Uh, have, you, have, you, have you met my wife? Kelly, Kelly Kelly or Man. am I on top of her? Like which direction were Whoa. you going with that one? <laughs> oh so um, Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, where are we going? So um yeah. That wasn't it. Yeah, but the, the correct answer I was looking for was well you get to do it all over again with about zero time to spare. So you get through all the stages, well they assume you got really good at it. so you need more time? Hey, watch some ads. And you get a little extra time. In fact, some of the stages you can't, you know, beat without actually looking at the ad first because they've designed it that way. So once you get through that, guess what? What, what? <laughs> Let's do it a third time. Oh my gosh. And that is where our number four achievement, I'm sorry, our number three achievement is found. Duck in action. It is earned on the third playthrough of the bajillion levels and has been completed by an overwhelming... 56 out of 1,500 track gamers and has a 5.19 ratio. And so the 75-point Chivo is worth, uh, eh, you know, just shy of 400 TA. Now, to get this Chivo, as I said before, you have to go through each of the bazillion stages two times upon which the box is replaced by a duck. Oh, I'd say a yeah, yeah, a duck. Yeah. So it's a logical thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, the uh, so the duck takes place at the box, not really sure why, and the goal is replaced by a bathtub because that makes sense. Now, uh, I guess you bathe the ducky. I think that's the name of the achievement. Is duck in action? You get it for bathing the ducky. That sounds now, really dirty. Yeah. Well, I chose this chivo mainly because I thought Em was going to be joining us, but uh, you know she likes her duck picks. She does but, love uh, her duck picks. But uh, she's not with us today. Hey, Em. Hey. So. What does this Chivo have to do with spring? Well, in spring, animals get a little crazy. And uh, much like uh, the rabbits in the AWH Goatee 2019 Donut County, they proliferate like at no other point in the year. In the year, not in the year, the year. And 
So for me, this duck in action, Chivo, reminds me of a fond springtime memory I had where it was a normal spring day down here in Tennessee, and we were at the lake. We had our jet ski out out on the water. There's only, you know, I don't know. We were the only people there, and, and because probably because we eat at old people times, and so most people were still on the lake, and we were hungry. So we came back with the boat, and so Kelly was at the, at the launch wrap while I went and got my truck. Now, I went and got it, and I came back, and I was about ready to get the boat out of the water, and then I heard all this ruckus. And then I saw two things at that point. I saw, one, Kelly standing there with this horrified look on her face, and two, <laughs> two male ducks very aggressively um, uh, being prolific. Yes, uh, I'm trying to think of a nice way to put this, where basically uh, it was um, a very... Uh, uh, some very rowdy ducks, and there was one poor female duck, and it was quite a, a sight to behold. And unfortunately, there was nowhere else to go. We were surrounded by this, and it was very loud, and it was <laughs> lasted a really long time because I was trying to get the the boat right up on the the the, the trailer and you know get it all strapped in and all that good stuff. And so that poor female duck, um, she was the real MVP that day, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh i'm not sure they were still going at it uh when we left so to me it was a funny story that kelly and i uh <laughs> will always remember where we got up and close with uh nature and uh ducks being ducks so when you think of spring that's your go-to <laughs> yes of all well, the <laughs> things ever <laughs> You go there. Well, you know, spring, getting the boat out. You know, it's a nice spring day. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, animals get a little crazy. And I'm not alone. You go to the zoo around springtime, and you're always going to get a knife full of something. Um, where it's, uh, usually it's in the monkey cage or, uh, man, I saw some otters one time. It was pretty, uh, pretty aggressive. And, uh, yeah. Well, speaking of otters... <laughs> I, uh, I ought to get going with mine. Oh! Oh! So, uh, number two. Number two. Number two. Do, do you want to do it? You always do it. No, no, you did great. Oh, all right. So, number two comes number with two. a slight disclaimer. Oh. Slight, ever so slight. Just very, very slight. See how I said very twice to emphasize? Um, Very, very slight disclaimer for those of you who are unfamiliar with the weather patterns in winter. In Pennsylvania. So, flashback time. When I was growing up, December and January were the snowy month. There were a few exceptions, and we had, you know, some snow in February, maybe early March. Um, but the overwhelming majority of snow came in December and January. I've always had, I always had snow days, you know, December, January, before Christmas, right after. Um, for whatever reason, global warming. For the past, like, ten years or so, that shifted, and we don't really ever get snow that early and now most of it comes in february and march um past couple years we've actually had like 75 percent of our snow days in late february and into march and last year we actually had a snow day in the first week of april so the disclaimer is that most people probably don't, uh, don't associate winter with late march and early april the you know supposedly warmer months but that's how we do it up here pa pride yo oh and uh 
That was bear blasting, which is the sport I invented because <laughs> I was too energetic for normal sports. <laughs> well, I know bear blasting. Oh! <laughs> All right. So anyway, does, it, does it have something to do with hump catting? Similar or? to hump catting. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, disclaimer out of the way. Number two goes to the winter March achievement from this is like the worst game ever. Uh, name wise, Sudden Strike 4 European Battlefields Edition. So, uh, what yeah. is that game? I that, that's a real game. It's a real game. Sudden Strike Four European Battlefields Edition. I'm on it. <laughs> Not like Xbox One Edition or Game of the Year Edition. European Battlefields Edition. European. All right. Well, you look that up. Um, <laughs> but the achievement's called Winter March, and good old English language. Not only do we have a month called March, but it also means to go walking for long periods of time, which is something the youth of today knows very little about. So, uh, what do you find hmm. on this here game? I can't find it. Oh, Battlefield European Sudden Strike Four. Oh, Sudden Strike 4, yeah. It helps to look up what you said. Yeah, it usually does. Oh, got it. You listen about as well as period 7. <laughs> oh, man, look at those ratios. Oh, Woo. man. Woo. Woo. Yeah. Oof, you're never going to play it higher than a 1.1. No. 1. 1. No. Not no. worth your time. 921, yeah, worth your time 921 track gamers have this game. Three have completed it. That is way out of Elder League. <laughs> it's 68 hours. Woo, that might even uh, be out of uh, X the Hero League. That's, yeah, so. Anyway, to unlock the Winter March achievement, you have to do something or another, but it doesn't actually matter and nobody cares, and I didn't look it up and I don't care, but the name of the achievement was perfect for what I wanted to say, so why did I pick it? Well, if you haven't already forgotten my disclaimer that I said a minute ago, which... That is something that happens regularly with the youth of today for getting things that I said a minute ago. I told you that in March, it's still freaking winter. So, winter, March. Get it? Oh, I see what you did. Got there. it? Yeah, you did good there. Good, good. Yeah. See how I said good twice to express my excitement? So, but you're probably all thinking like, but X, isn't this supposed to be about spring? Hey, Jeffy, what are you doing? Um, yes, and it is. And the whole point is that spring... My spring, anyway. It's still snowy and cold and miserable and winter hell. And even right now, as we're recording this, what is today, April 23rd? The high temperature predicted for this week is like 50 degrees with wind gusts of 40 miles an hour. The high today was, I think, like 52. And it's like dreary and miserable. So how's that for spring? All the girlies are like, yay, flowers and shorts and skirts. Tee! And I'm like, nah, more like heavy jackets and multiple layers. Oh, well, at least I can drive with the windows down. Hee hee. Nah, because I'm going to make it rain every single day forever. And it's a cold rain and not even a pleasant one, but the kind of rain that just makes you want to stay inside and mope that it's raining and you're stuck inside. Ah, ha, ha, ha. And then tomorrow, ah, is that the, is it'll that be 80 degrees cloud? and humid and there's no clouds and your flesh <laughs> is burning. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Is, that the, is that the weather talking? Yes, that, that is the weather talking. Okay, so that was the weather talking to the, the females, right? Yep, yep. Okay, okay, I just want to make sure I got it right. Welcome to spring in Pennsylvania, folks, where it goes right from winter March to scorching April. And uh, as a side note, we used our heater to like the middle of May last year. And then, like, over the course of a single weekend, like, May 15th, heater on. Very, very cold. Like, Russia. And then, like, May 16th, we're suddenly <laughs> in, like, Florida. And, you know, old people and God's waiting room and all those things. So, like, air conditioner and then heater back to back. And, ah, it's the worst thing ever. And I'm hoping that we actually get a spring this year because I do 
enjoy the lovely spring weather. Well, speaking of Russia, you get the Winter March achievement for completing the Soviet campaign in the winter storm on normal difficulty. Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, and you didn't like my duck pick. <laughs> get it? My duck pick. I picked the one with ducks. In it. <laughs> that was oh, hey. That's it. Yeah, okay. All right. Number one. Oh my god, number one. It's too early for number one. Spring cleaning from Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Now, I... No, wait, 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 hold on. Is this from Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, or is this from Assassin's Creed Brotherhood in the Ezio collection? Um, this is, uh, from Ezio's, uh, brotherhood. Yeah, get out. (laughs) (laughs) So... They, uh, no, I have a lot of stuff, okay. I I have a lot of junk in in my house and a lot of stuff, and I'm on the hoarder, on the hoarder spectrum. I am closer to the hoarder than, say, a, I don't know, a gypsy. So, um, I'm not even sure if that's the opposite, but have you ever ran into gypsies? I have, actually, um, in Ecuador. Oh, man. The, uh. The gypsies is what they call the homeless people. And uh, the gypsies are ballsy, man. Like, I'm obviously, you know, a tourist. I'm a white boy wearing black shorts and a black t-shirt in Ecuador. And uh, I obviously have money. And, man, those gypsies, they were just, like, grabbing at me in places near my wallet. And most Uh of them were missing my wallet. And it was just very awkward. It sounds like you had the full experience. They're the worst. (laughs) So... I I saw him at the Coliseum when I was in Rome, and I was with a tour group, and and uh, this is around 1999, 2000. In case you want to, you know, uh, if that changes things, maybe they they eradicated the gypsies since then. I'm not sure. Hey, but... Grandpa, I was 10 years old in 2000. <laughs> well, I was traveling the world, and so I had a similar uh, a, like run in with them where they basically were surrounding us and, and, and looking for openings. And we had had the gypsy training where we found out that they were, uh, some of their tricks, for example, they'll wrap a, like a stick up or a log up in a blanket and make it look like a baby. And then they like throw it at you and you're like, Oh my God, it's like, oh, it's a baby. And so you grab the baby or you like drop your bags and grab the baby. And then they grab your bags and run off. Um, wait, wait, is this it, the gypsies in Rome or is this just a yeah, normal this day is a, in Memphis? <laughs> no, we, they're not that clever here in Memphis. <laughs> they just walk up and smack you in the mouth and then take all your stuff. But uh, up in in Rome, they, they throw logs dressed as babies at you and then uh, you drop your bags and uh, they run off of them. They're the worst, like I said. The worst. The worst. So, yeah. And now, ironically speaking... Uh, I'm not even really sure where I was going with the gypsy thing. I think it's going to come back to me in a second now. But, uh, the, oh, that's right. Because the number one Chivo for you today comes from the land of those dirty old gypsies. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood from the Chivo Spring Cleaning where a 10-hole gamer score earned for killing a guard with a broom. It'd be better if you killed a gypsy with a broom, but I'm just saying. <laughs> now, to earn this, <laughs> you might imagine, you need a broom. Shocker. So get to, Shocker yeah, there. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Spoiler <laughs> alert. I'm sorry. I, I keep spoiling all these games. But if you want to kill someone with a broom, you need a broom. So to get said broom, you go run into, like, you literally run into some friendly street cleaning person and they will drop their broom because, you know, someone bumps into you when you're sweeping the street, you automatically drop the broom and not, you know, 
this is what you do. I have often and, been sweeping the street and been bumped into and just <laughs> dropped my broom. Yeah, you just drop it. And then you don't pick it back up. You just, <laughs> it just lays there. So, you know, and if they have a problem with it, you know, just shank them in the belly. And you can kill a few people before you get desynced. Now, you take the broom. And then, again, uh, if it was their favorite broom and they get all bent out of shape about it, you know, just shank them in the belly. Shank, shank, now, shank. <laughs> so you take the broom to the nearest guard and then you proceed to murderize them with it <laughs> very simple once done you can sweep their carcass into the nearest ditch sidebar stay out of ditches young people <laughs> nothing good ever happens in ditches my mama always says she was worried about me ending up in a ditch somewhere and she is right ditches are no bueno now why that was your uh, public service announcement for the day so what does this chivo why is it Icarus? Well, I, can't, I don't even have anything to say. I feel like you were giving me an in, and I just sat in silence. I had nothing. Carry no, on. No, no ditch inside. Carry on. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, it's the, it's that time of year where folks do just what old Ezio did. Spring cleaning. Now, in Rome, there was too many guards on the street. Too many gypsies. And so Ezio was just tidying up, getting rid of some old musty guards. Uh, so, too, should we, as gamers, be good environmental stewards? In fact, how many of us have stacks of old 360 games and Xbox One games just laying all around willy-dilly, just taking up all this space? You don't need those games. You probably completed half of them. It's time to get rid of them. It's the season of cleaning. The new discless Xbox is just around the corner, so you might as well just get the shelf space ready now. Now listen, I am here to help. Listen, I got a guy. Just send me all those antiquated Xbox games you don't need in your life. Just put them in a box. Who wouldn't want, you know, a disc in a box? Yeah. <laughs> just tape it up and send it to me, and I will make sure that my guy disposes of them properly in an environmentally friendly method just for you. This is all about the environment, people. I know there are people that probably think this is just some elaborate ruse for me to grow my game catalog by having people who listen to the podcast send me free games, and to that I say, yo mama. So, save the environment! Direct message me, Elroy, love that guy, about spring cleaning your game catalog today. Um, I'm, uh, just going to add, guys, that he talks a big talk about, you know, spring cleaning and do it for the environment. But uh, they're just going to go in a burn barrel and we're going to have us a big old fashioned bonfire. <laughs> Maybe so. And then we're going to roast marshmallows in it because Milo's <laughs> taste better with the uh, smell of plastic. Well, if they if they are anything like that sudden strike game, they are going to burn barrel. <laughs> oh, good Lord, that game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yep. uh, well, you, you know us. I am <laughs> X the Hero with a cameo by Jeffy the Panda. Miss you, buddy. Um, I am joined by Elroy OMJ, which someday I'm going to find out what that OMJ stands for. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, okay, well, I look forward to hearing it. Um, yeah. You know, look us up and stuff on Xbox, and I'm going to be honest, I'm probably not going to add you back, but... Uh, you know, look us up. No, that sounds really mean. Look us up, add us, do the usual thing. Um, shameless music plug is in the script. I take offense to that. I would never <laughs> do window of opportunity. Huh. That's a band, right? It is. It's a 
a oh. pretty good band. Sims like a pretty cool guy. He has uh, like 19 subscribers on YouTube. It would be pretty cool if, you know, I'm sure he'd really like if he could get more than 19. <laughs> awesome. Well, with that, let the countdown to our next list begin. Top three VSS episode. <laughs> number three, Thanksgiving episode. Number two, Valentine's Day episode. Number one, animal conservation achievements with X the Hero and Jeffy the Panda. Oh, yeah. Well, top three things I could have bragged about when I talked about that duck story. Number three, that I can really hold on to an inner tube really well. Number two, I can ski on one ski. And number one, I can back up a trailer like no other. Now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to week two of Soma, the game club game for Achievement Hunting 101. Waka Pale here. Last week, we ended at Lambda, where we were just about to find Catherine, and it only takes a few moments after arriving to find her. Unfortunately, she is not alone. With me today, I have... Dynable, hello. And NL72, hi. We arrived to find Catherine under attack by some kind of monster. And uh, Ben, do you play in safe mode or do you play in normal mode where you can get hurt? No, I've been silly enough to play in normal mode, so uh, I've died a few times. Not there. There's actually not a lot of places that you can die in this game, but it certainly feels like you're very vulnerable at all times. Yes, it certainly adds to the tension. I've played it before and I'm playing in safe mode now. I knew just where to go and look for things. But that monster, I don't remember dying from it the first time either, but it is a bit stressing to have it running around while you find Catherine, who is busted, uh, well, and, and a robot, as you guessed. Catherine, she is the most uh, conscious robot around. The other robots that you have met have been a bit wonky. Uh, she's not all there, she is a bit socially awkward. She seems very annoyed by Simon's cluelessness. I don't know if you, like me, I waited around and uh, was doing some other things while playing, taking notes. She gets very passive-aggressive when you do not do what she asks you to do. Just plug the Omnitool into the computer. Use the Omnitool with the computer. Just plug the Omnitool into the computer. Put the sort of square thing you're holding into the matching hole over there. I will say the the talking this time didn't get on my nerves as much. I can see I can see what you were talking about how the story kind of needs it or whatever. Yeah, the uh, re- relationship between Catherine and Simon is uh, a big thing for the rest of the game. It would not work at all if Simon had been completely voiceless. Catherine tells Simon uh, about the Ark, which is basically the Matrix that she wants to send to space. And it is unfortunately stuck in a deep sea station that she asks you to go to. Uh, Simon has sort of given up. He he doesn't really know what he's supposed to do at uh, this point. He is uh, explicitly told by Catherine that he is a robot and he sort of accepts it. But doesn't really know where to go from there, does he? No, he has no idea, so he just keeps doing what Catherine tells him to do. At at this point, I was alluding to a bit earlier in the last show that uh, you might not entirely 
trust Catherine and has and did anything change over this episode? Mm, I still I still trust her at the moment. Um yeah, same. I I mainly trust her though she's a little bit sociopathic with her let's kill a robot to get some parts and things like that. Y- yeah, that's a little sketchy. Then you know how it works. We need to get a new tool chip and switch it. Care to point me in the direction of the closest tool chip storage? I think it would be easier to just take one from a robot. What? Just knock a robot over the head and steal their chips? The toolbox over there says it has a stun baton. You could use that. Come on. I don't want to hurt anyone. Isn't this a bit much? It's just a robot, Simon. We're just robots. Sort of. I'll get us a chip. While exploring the uh, the area where Catherine was, you come across a few audio logs that are rather important, but you might not realize it at the moment. It uh, introduces uh, Mark Sarang, who is a bit of a is uh, a bit spiritual about the whole transfer minds to robots thing, and not in a very good way. Simon decides to help Catherine with getting the Ark out in space, since it's still stuck on Earth. To do so, they need to find the Dunabat, which is a underwater vehicle that is capable of surviving in the deep sea. So they set off and try to find a vehicle, and they go through the uh, underwater station, the Curie, which is uh, not only underwater, it's flooded completely. And there is a monster stalking the halls. It's actually a sunken ship, isn't it, rather than a station? It might be a sunken ship. I think it's a station. It uh, sort of looks like it's stuck in the ground and they have put up pylons and things outside. But it certainly looks like a ship. While in the station, you uh, see some news, uh, well, some footage from the surface of Lisbon in Portugal, which is on fire. And you hear some rather distressing things. Ben, since you were playing uh, in normal mode, you had a monster running around, so I don't know if you stayed to see the entire thing or if you just uh, ran away. I did the first time and then died, and then I tried to sneak past him several times and died and then eventually made it through. Yeah, the, well, the station slash ship is rather difficult to navigate, at least in the beginning, and uh, then things light up, making it easier. To get away from the Curie, you have to destroy the station. Catherine is very calm about it. Yeah. She is just, uh, yeah, let's make some mess here and then we can leave. <laughs> Unfortunately, you make a little bit too much of a mess and blow up the entire thing, crashing your escape vehicle. I was, I was mad at that part. I was like, damn it, I gotta travel around the water again. Yes. Just before that part, though, for someone playing in normal mode, the actual bit where you blow up, you've got to pull out the cables and run. That was murder in normal mode. You've got to be inch perfect on your running, never catch your foot on anything, or the monster will catch you. I died so many times there. Oh, for real? Oh, I didn't realize that. I never died the first time I played through. I got lost. I did try out just to run, and run into the monster on uh, in safe mode and you actually go down and the screen goes black but it just keeps going immediately after that with the monster gone. Now it's very, very annoying. You've got to be perfect or you die and start again. Yeah, I didn't realize that since, well, I, I did it in my first try. You must be good. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> One thing that I wasn't very good with was that I had forgotten that you had a flashlight. 
since it was a while since I last played the game and uh, doesn't really hold your hand at all and if you play this weeks apart it gets difficult to remember some basic things like you crouching and uh, using your flashlight oh yeah it took me a minute to remember how to crouch i I just played it again last night yeah i also lost my first few deaths because i'd forgotten there was a run button oh yeah i forgot that too (laughs) yeah that helps the monster definitely catches you if you're not running if you are not running you those underwater sections must really suck uh yeah (laughs) i didn't get as lost this time though as i took your uh advice and was looking for the visual clues so it wasn't as hard to navigate yeah and i think it's easier this time since there are lights almost everywhere and yeah. telling you where to go yeah it did seem less confusing than the, la- the first two episodes that we were on yeah while you are escaping in the escape vehicle that immediately crashes uh, you are told that uh, about the wow the ai that is uh, working around the stations and that has started some kind of infestation that black stuff that is all over the place and uh, it's very likely connected to all the crazy robots running around is uh that black stuff does that heal you on normal mode yes it does okay i wasn't sure what it was doing since i'm playing in safe mode there's a rather funny bit when you do it with uh, uh, Catherine conscious because she has never seen it before and when you do it she is really freaks out (laughs) once the ship has crashed you end up outside of delta i believe it's called this is an underwater section with uh, where you actually have to navigate and find your way around you get saved by a little robot that helps you around open doors and uh, makes it easier for you around the area there's also a semi-crazy worker there who just swims around speaks for to himself and doesn't really respond in any meaningful way when you talk to him and to get out of delta you need to uh, summon a zeppelin which is some kind of underwater vehicle for loading heavy equipment did you have any issues around delta uh i got a little mixed up when i was doing that puzzle uh the i forget what it was Um, the antenna yeah the antenna i was having trouble with that for a minute i i really like the puzzles in this game but they are they are they do not tell you what to do you really have to figure them out yourself and uh, i haven't played anything quite like it it's have you ever played the Observer? I have not. It, it kind of reminds me of that. No. I might have to check that out. It's on Game Pass right now, I believe. Perfect. I didn't have any trouble really with the puzzle, but um, I found the map and figured out what it was meant to do. But I was looking for an antenna, not a little console. <laughs> so I wandered over the entire map for about 10-15 minutes trying to find a massive antenna. Yeah, there is an antenna, but it's not very big. And it's nothing to do with where you've got to go to manipulate the antenna. <laughs> no, there's a console that you use to... Yeah, so I, I eventually had to look on a guide to find that I was looking for a little console rather than an antenna. <laughs> yeah. Apart from that, no trouble. Yeah. And, and while you're exploring Delta, you come across some rather gruesome parts as well. There's a, there's a guy in a diving suit uh, that seems half dead, lying around, still breathing, but uh, you can't 
talk to him and uh, you also are told about uh, Terry Akers a person who worked at the site and uh, apparently went a bit crazy and some very disturbing did you find his eyes his eyes yes his eyes are inside one of the uh, uh, buildings at Delta that you enter no I didn't find those I didn't find them I did find some very disturbing writings one of which included implying he was about to take his eyes out. Yeah, you can find his eyes on the floor Ooh. in one of the rooms. So you can just pick them up and throw them around if you feel like it. Oh. <laughs> That's gnarly. <laughs> it's just sort of comical. You come in, oh, th- there's blood all over the floor. Oh, there's eyes here. Uh, oh, I can pick them up. Oh, I, I can throw hoops <laughs> with them. <laughs> See if I can get this stuck on the uh, over here. It's just some silly mechanical things. Once you have summoned the Zeppelin, you're asked by uh, Catherine to replace uh, a ship that is broken uh, in the control unit. And to do find it, you need to destroy a robot. And uh, this is a part where you can actually choose which robot to destroy. So did you go for the little guy that had helped you out the entire time or go for the crazy robot? Uh, I went for the crazy one. I couldn't bring myself to shoot the, the one that was helping me. I felt bad, but I went for the little one on the ground. The other one was more human, even if mad. Catherine, uh, I, I took the little one this time, took the big one last time. And uh, Catherine was sort of making fun of Simon when uh, <laughs> <laughs> when she asked which one you destroyed. Oh, not the little one. He's so cute. And he get, gets really upset and she just laughs at him. Does the little one take multiple shots too? Yeah, it does. Yes. Oh, uh, because that that part did suck. I never. I started feeling bad after I had to shoot him like three times. Yeah, and uh, the big one screams every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the little one doesn't do that. Well, he makes kind of pained electronic noises. Yeah, but the, the other one is, makes more human pain noises, and <laughs> is not very happy about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, it doesn't seem like. Catherine is. She does not seem to know that uh, the other robots are sort of sentient. She just claims that they are stupid as rocks, but it doesn't seem that way. Once you go on board the Zeppelin, uh, Simon has sort of an existential crisis, and uh, Catherine just brushes it off, which I thought was rather funny. <laughs> He says something like, so I've struck a good balance between awareness and ignorance. And starts talking if how he should well look at his now life and uh, if it would be dangerous for him to keep thinking of it or if, if that's why he is still sane while the other robots are going crazy around him. Uh, and Catherine just completely brushes him off. <laughs> so at at this point you wonder if Catherine is hiding something or she just thinks Simon is a dumbass and doesn't understand anything she says anyway. As I say, that's the bit that made me start to think the robot and this bit. Mm, she's a bit sociopathic. I might keep an eye on her. I like talking to her though because I'll say those parts, like it's almost like a break mm-hmm. from uh, all the spooky, scary stuff going around. Yeah, and usually see, she is talking uh, in safe spaces where there's not much yeah. else going on yes does make it very relaxing compared to the 
eeriness. But it, but it almost ramps up the eeriness when it happens because you start, at least for me, I started feeling kind of safe. And then, like, you know, she'd stop talking. And then it's like, oh, no, something's about to happen. <laughs> True. After your little ride on the Zeppelin, you arrive outside of Theta. And this is a very small area where you just, well, if you want to, you can just run up and open the door if you'd like. There's also some audio logs and things around that tells you a bit of uh, how acres arrive to Theta. And uh, yeah, as you might have figured out that he's up to some bad stuff. He's the guy that pulled out his eyes and uh, murdered the help that was supposed to come over and uh, help him. Yes, and it's clear from the audio logs that they don't realize that as they're helping him into the station and treating him. So I've got a feeling they're going to get a surprise. And so far, the, you've only met one living human while in the future, so to speak. So do you expect to find any when once you've entered Theta? Uh, hopefully. I'm fearing there'll be no one but Akers left, but uh, we'll see. Outside of Theta, you can also find uh, a robot called Robin. Did you find her? Uh, uh, no. I just went straight in. I didn't know there was all that stuff you could explore. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. There's also an audio log with a discussion with Catherine while she was, well, with human Catherine uh, talking to someone else. And she does seem to be a bit socially awkward, even <laughs> as a human. They discuss at length how she is not very likable, but uh, that she should try harder. <laughs> well, back to Robin. There's a uh, robot outside of... Uh, the entrance that you can talk to uh, and uh, she talks about the Mark Sarang character that you heard from who uh, started uh, telling people about the continuity that you should kill yourself after you have uploaded your consciousness otherwise there will be two of you and you would not live on as a robot because there was two of you and uh, that's an idea that she has at least convinced a few people of for the fucking love of God, or whatever you think is important, don't kill yourself. This place is miserable enough. Don't force your friends to clean up your blood. Rest in peace. Quality. Good? Beautiful, sir. Uh, Robin is one of those persons that has went for a mind scan, then she planned on killing herself, but she can't remember that part. And then she woke up as a robot, but she is not entirely coherent and she does not understand where she is and she believes she is on the Ark, but she clearly is not. She is uh, in a robot body on the bottom of the sea. And if you choose, you can kill her by pulling her out from the WoW. There, there are plenty of small choices that could have been an achievement. Uh, I'm kind of glad that they weren't. I should have I explored more. Well, after that you enter Theta. That's where we stop for this week. So I've heard that you expect to find Acres inside Theta. I'm fearing very much that I'll find him and a lot of corpses, but we shall see what happens next week. We'll see if the Dunbat is where they suspect it is. So it's not going to be there. <laughs> it might, it might not be. Hmm... Any other ideas where you think the story is going now that you're going to send the Matrix into space? I'm not really sure. Not the Vegas, but I'm enjoying the story. Yeah.
It was a good story. Was a, like I said last week, just a really good soundscape too. Oh yeah, makes it very creepy. I think that is all for this week. Thank you for joining me, Benel72 and Dynable. Thank you. Thank you. So next week we will play up to the achievement Killed the Dream I Dreamed. Bye everyone. See ya. Bye. Na 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 I got a new review game, I'm gonna play it tonight. It cost a lot of money, I guess that means it's alright. Download it to my hard drive, let's hope it doesn't bite. I'm gonna play some Riot, we're all gonna get in a fight. So, so what? I'm still a gamer. You've got gamer score, and I'll complete you. And guess what? I'm having more fun. Now that you're done, I won't miss you at all. Na 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 na. Hello, everyone. I'm Kronos, and it is time to review Riot: Civil Unrest. Riot: Civil Unrest was released February 6, 2019, on Xbox, and has a store price of $19.99 US. It was developed by IV Productions. Is that IV or Four! This is the first game that they have gotten onto the Xbox ecosystem. Riot was published by Merge Games, who have previously published such gems as Waka's Favorites, Albedo, Eyes from Outer Space, and Crimson Keep. They've also published Cast of the Seven God Sends, with eight unobtainable achievements, Tango Fiesta, with four unobtainable achievements, and Unbox, Newbie's Adventure, with one unobtainable achievement. In spite of this generally poor company, and in spite of the fact that all of Riot's achievements are fully functional, Riot Civil Unrest currently ranks the lowest rating of all Merge Games published titles on TA, with a rating of 0.5 stars based on one review. But take that with a grain of salt, because that one review will skew things. Riot Civil Unrest is listed as a management game on true achievements, but I disagree. The game is primarily an RTS, similar to Halo Wars, StarCraft, or Command & Conquer. Where Riot differs profoundly from those RTS roots is in theme. Instead of controlling a faction, building an army, and destroying your opponents with superior skill and tactics, Riot eschews resource gathering, and in most cases, unit deployment strategies, to focus on the core gameplay mechanic at the heart of both chess and go, controlling space. Each level in Riot, you are given a number of units, either protesters or police, and tasked with attacking or defending a territory or property. While you can select different gear configurations when playing in story mode, particularly earlier, your options are limited. In global or versus modes, the gear and units you unlock through play are available for more robust strategic use. But all of the achievements are tied to the story mode, so that's where we're going to stay. There are four story campaigns, each with a set of missions. The same campaigns and missions are played by both the protesters and the police, and typically the victory conditions are opposite. For example, in the first mission of the No Tav campaign, which is likely to be the first mission you play, the police have the task of moving the protesters out of a zone, while destroying their makeshift encampment, so that they can't come back. Protesters on the same mission must repel the police and prevent them from destroying the tents. The game offers three difficulty levels, and none affect achievements, so most players will play on the easy difficulty. Unfortunately, the difficulty level is largely independent of the actual difficulty of the game. It can make some levels more challenging if turned up, but other levels are so poorly designed that they become next to impossible even with a lower difficulty rating. Each unit is made up of a handful to dozens of people. Police units typically move in formation, which you can select depending on your need, 
Learning that these formations existed was the moment for me when the game went from easy, but occasionally challenging, to largely a matter of waiting for a timer to tick down. Formations, and the ability to maintain them, are incredibly powerful. Protesters, on the other hand, are largely fluid. Each person in the unit moves independently, and somewhat randomly. You can assign orders for the whole group, but they'll follow, or not, based on data hidden to the player. Protester units become scattered, and their center of mass is what receives directional move input, which can result in different people in the unit being given contradictory orders. Typically, playing as the police is much easier in Riot, whether because of an effort to maintain accuracy to the real-life events that are the source of these missions, or due to limitations in programming power available, the protesters often feel undermanned. They will typically outnumber the police by only a factor of 2 to 1, or perhaps as much as 5 to 1, but the scale of these protests would seem to require numbers closer to 10 to 1 or even 100 to 1, and such a large mass of humanity would give the protesters a much-needed boost in power. Playing as the protesters, then, is typically more challenging. They lack the police unit's specialized tactics and gear, which makes most missions trivial. They are also harder to hold together, as individuals may wander off and never return to the unit. Police violence can also work against the cohesion of protester units. Protester violence can also impact police units, but the detriment when this happens is far less impactful. There are ten achievements in Riot Civil Unrest. Eight for beating the four campaigns, each as police and protesters. Two more are for completing the campaigns without using violence as calculated by the game. Completing the game without violence as the police is largely a matter of beating the missions in the proper formations, and takes a few hours to let the timers on each mission tick down, with a possibility of a replay of a level here or there. Completing the missions as the protesters is also largely a trivial experience on the easier difficulties. Though still lacking the tools the police have, the easy AI succumbs to simple tactics and occasional violence. And that is the trick. Beating each level without violence becomes tricky because protesters are not as disciplined as the police. They are more likely to start the mission in a violent state, and much more likely to turn violent without player input during the conflict due to actions of the police. Some missions require the use of violent means to dislodge entrenched police from a zone, and great care has to be taken to use that violence in a way that the game does not count it as a violent act. Finally, while completing the required story missions without violence for the police is, again, trivial, there are additional levels required to complete the Arab Spring campaign, which are not required for the no-violence achievement. And for good reason. Even on the easiest difficulty, due to terrible controls, being massively outnumbered, and having only six units made up of a very small number of police, and the sheer scope of the requirement, brutal violence is required to win even on the easiest difficulty. Clearing this fourth mission in the Arab Spring campaign is so hard that it has sparked purchasers of the game to start a petition to get it removed. The problems the game has at large are doubled in this mission. RTS games have always had a hard time on console. While a robust input device, the controller simply lacks the capacity for APM that a keyboard and mouse have, so it's no surprise that the control scheme in Riot Civil Unrest is far from good. It is a given for the genre. But even within the limitations of the genre, there are impressively weak moments. The game is remarkably unbalanced, with a huge favor to the police in almost all cases. Again, this could be a nod to accuracy, but when making a game, typically we want to favor fun over accuracy. There's a field of display that you cannot change. You are looking where the action is. If the action happens to be off-screen, too bad. Use of gear, particularly necessary when playing as the protesters, is a cumbersome experience due to the lack of a pointing device. The art style is highly pixelated, which keeps resource use low as the game processes the actions of hundreds of independent actors at the same time. While not pretty to look at, I never found it to be a problem. The audio production is interesting in that the game has some original music that is largely compelling, and the mobs of people sound authentic. Unfortunately, there is very little diversity in the audio, so it becomes repetitive quickly and then annoying. The game does seem to do better in verses where additional options and access to all unlocked gear provide more strategic options and better balance, 
and players familiar with the game could reasonably have fun pitching a battle over their territory. With no achievements in this, or the similarly interesting global mode, however, I don't imagine many will try it out. And given the low start count on true achievements, 37 at this time, including this reviewer, it seems unlikely anyone will ever experience them. The game does do a few things well. It takes real-world protests and animates them and simulates them in a way that is generally entertaining, while simultaneously educational. It has a core mechanic that is timeless, and is based on a system that clearly boasts strategic depth. The conflict between violence and success, and non-violent ideals, and what could turn into a defeat is palpable and resonant. But unfortunately, all of this is obscured by the game's many flaws. Primarily, the issue of balance in story missions, as I have repeatedly noticed, but there are also a substantial number of small bugs that cause sufficient problems to be more than irritations. The controls are randomly inverted at some times. The menu UI is a buggy mess. The game glitches oddly when trying to show intro or exit cutscenes at times, making the descriptions just skip past. I suppose that's one less skip button to press for some. On at least one occasion, the game just crashed when I beat a level. Fortunately, my progress had been saved. Riot Civil Unrest is not broken, but it is severely crippled in implementation by a lack of polish and a failure to understand its own core purpose. The story mode is largely a tedious game of wait until the timer ticks down to zero due to lack of balance. When missions are more difficult and actually take the time given, it is likely because violence is intended as the path to victory. But use of violence is both morally questionable and achievement-voiding. As something that is functional but not particularly fun and riddled with bugs, it's going to be hard to recommend this to anyone. The game has received additional patches on PC, where it was released on Steam one week after it was first released on Xbox. However, those patches are largely content-based, and given certification timelines, and the fact that this content has never made it to the secondary PC store of GOG, it seems unlikely to ever make it to the console. I rate Riot 1 Police Baton out of 5. There are moments that will appeal, particularly to political science nerds, history buffs, genre fans of both simulation and RTS, and even to achievement hunters with 800 gamer score available within 4-6 to six hours. However, the completion is likely another 2-6 to six hours after that, depending on both luck and skill, and may be out of reach for some gamers. However, most importantly, the $20 asking price is just too steep for the content, both in terms of quantity and quality. So, on this episode of Deep Dark Secrets, I learned, secret. a, I learned a secret about Mike Pitch. Mike Pitch not only had to wait until his birthday to open something that he paid for. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, you don't know yes. about it. Yeah, you don't know about the, the Xbox. A Taco Bell box. Taco Bell Xbox. <laughs> no, I have not heard that story. That's oh, terrible. Oh my gosh, boy. Next, next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen to last week's episode where, where I called him up, and then you will know all about it. So he told us while we were playing Burnout Paradise. That he did not finish the story in Brothers. Brother. A Tale of Two Sons. What do you think of that? Did he stop early or did he just get the achievements and leave? He got all the achievements and then did not bother to go the other 10 minutes and finish the story. You crazy. And that's why I asked him in the Discord today if he leaves 15 minutes before the end of movies in the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> leave before the Marvel Stingers. Unbelievable, Mike Pitch. So if you're listening to this... Go finish the game. <laughs> I was just going to let it end in silence. But oh. I love you, Mike Pitch. Eh, he's all right. Not Have like a, a brother, day. though. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>